Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm and we're located in Riverside. We serve the Inland Empire. I'm a certified financial planner. And with me also this morning is Jeremiah Lee. He is also a certified financial planner. He's also, in addition to that, he is an attorney. And for those of you listening to us, if you need some help, estate planning and other contractual things, he can provide that assistance to to you on on a need basis. We are fiduciaries. If you'd like to know more about our firm, uh, just go to our website, which is www retirementunlimited.com, or just simply call. Our phone number is 951-684-7011. Now, every week, what we do is we divide our program into three segments. The first segment is what we refer to as retirement update. The second one is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program today in retirement update, what we're going to talk about is inflation. How do you know when inflation is for real? I mean, I think that is a really big question. Inflation is already here. And in the long run, um, there's a lot of upward pressure. But the question is, the big question is, is it going to be something that is going to be transitory? In other words, uh, you know, um, maybe last for the next year or so, and then it'll start to taper back on. So there are some things that you need to look at. And um, the simple argument is, yeah, we have inflation. The harder and more difficult proof is, will inflation be embedded for, you know, for the next generation or the next several years, I guess is the best way to say, Jeremiah, what do you think? And this is something our clients are coming with us almost every meeting. We talk about yep. inflation. You see it in the news. You see it anecdotally, you know, lumber prices went way up. They've come back down. Uh, the grocery prices have gone up. We're seeing inflation, and the question is, uh, you know, are we going to see this long term? Because if it's just a blip, if it's just you know the, the government's pumped so much money, so much stimulus that there's a lot of money chasing few goods, you know, and then the right. people getting back to work, there's a supply sort shortage, perhaps. You know, if that's the argument, if that's accurate, then we expect to see inflation for a bit, and then the system kind of corrects itself and goes back to normal. And that's the the transitory aspect. The Fed, um, the Federal Reserve Bank, they're saying it's transitory. They're saying it's a short term bit of inflation and it'll go away. But the items we want to look at, you know, the ones we're going to talk today is, is what do we need to watch to see if it's long-term? And there's three things that you want to be focused on. So if you're out there and you're concerned about inflation, you're actually tracking this. The three things that you want to take a look at, of course, is the labor force. What is the cost of labor and how is it increasing in year over year over gains? The other one is consumer demand. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And the next one is expectations. I call it the toilet paper syndrome. <laughs> so the question is, um, is the labor force, are we really seeing that much more of an increase in the cost of labor? 
That's right. Indeed, uh, the job recruiting website, they, they posted a couple months in a row now, I think, but having the highest number of open jobs that they've ever had. So there's people out there hiring. And anecdotally, we have people who have been traveling through the country at you know, various times saying there's four, four help or help wanted signs everywhere. Right. That everyone's looking to hire more folks. Um, and people I speak with who are business owners are having a hard time, at least in the Southern California area. And the key, the key thing is I find is that I'm talking to business owners is quality of employees. So the applicants, they're getting applications, but the people don't have the experience of the training for the job specific. Yep. And to know what you have to pay to get someone who's currently uh, collecting unemployment or has other you know, family things are struggling with, with kids still out of school, um, family needs. What is the amount of pay you'd have to offer them to get a quality candidate to come and work for you? And, and that's, that's the struggle we hear about. Um, I, think, I think there's two things that we need to take a look at. First of all, there's the Republican states that have pushed back on the benefits. And I think it's really important to see what the employment rate and the job hires and things like that are happening within that state. And the second one is September is a key date. And why is that a key date? Well, I, I mean, unemployment, <laughs> I, I, I think school. I mean, yeah. I, I have young kids and regardless of what the unemployment um, decides to do or doesn't decide to do, unless the kids go back to school, a lot of people can't go back to work, period. It doesn't matter if they want to or not. But th the end of the unemployment um, protection and additions, as well as kids getting back to, to school, I think, I think is, a, is a huge moment. So in other words, uh, people that are staying home to take care of their children, uh, of course, they've been dealing with school and teaching them at home and mm -hmm. online and virtual and such. Schools are reopening. Mm -hmm. And I, I've, I believe, I'm pretty confident that schools will be open in full force uh, in this September. Now, how it looks in relationship to previous years, I don't know for sure, yeah. but I do believe that, that we're going back to school. And that's going to be a, a big dynamic in relationship to employment, particularly right. if they cut off benefits. When being able to depend on school, not just that they get them in school, which is important, but to be able to depend, I can go to work, you know, from these many hours each day, right. And be able to depend on that. And that, that's a huge deal for so many families and, and the benefits as well. I mean, once, once those benefits fall off, I mean, here in California, they're still, they're still going, um, but we'll see. So that, that's a huge, one. The, the, those are almost the negative motivators, I guess. And right. The positive motivators. I mean, so many people want a job. They want a good job that that's fulfilling that. And I think the, I think COVID has been a moment for people to take take a pause in their careers mm -hmm. and say, "Do I want to transition to something new?" So, the the um, the difficulty in getting those to line up, new jobs and employer employees wanting new jobs, you know, some sort of the, the tension there. I think that makes sense that the system will work itself out. Um, but this is potentially unprecedented. More people don't just want to get back to work, but they want to change industries. Right? They want to get into a new industry with a new career. And that might take even some extra time in our economy. Yeah. And I think we have to look at the consumer demand. Of course, right now, everybody's been receiving all these benefits and they're, they're putting that in the bank. But the question is, that will end. And how will people respond to all the savings that they've built up? That, that's where we consider it more transitory because that savings will start to deplete. Now, will people retain a certain amount of savings or will they come out and just spend it all at once? I think there'll probably be a combination of both. And that's going to be some indicator of inflation. So if you have a demand of goods and services, and I think, and again, I think that's going to be transitory. That's going to move across the spectrum on what people desire. You know, that's why lumber prices shot up so much because people were doing remodeling. So they're starting to move into maybe more experiential things like traveling and get togethers and things like that. So you're starting to see that move across the spectrum as we go forward. Yep. We've talked a little bit about here. I mean, I would not be surprised if this summer and even this next year, is like you said, experiential. People wanting to go, people wanting to see mm -hmm. others, people wanting to get out. 
And we, we still have, you know, remnants of COVID, you know, the variants are starting to rage up a bit. So I don't think we're out, right out of the woods yet, but I do think a lot of people would like to uh, get out. And I think, I think coupled with this, of course, is inflation expectations. I've talked, we've talked to a lot of clients, a lot of business owners, and they're seeing it starting to get embedded. In other words, the cost of goods that they're buying is, is clearly more expensive than what it was before. Now, the key question, they, and they keep, you know, we've had a lot of discussion about this. Will it start to measure back down? Will it come back down? And I think this really depends upon what the cost of that particular, like lumber was a prime example. Lumber got so expensive, I think what consumers said, I'm not paying that. And what happens, you saw that lumber prices started to drop. Plus, there was more production coming into that particular commodity. So therefore, the price of that particular commodity started to drop. Yeah. So I don't and think that, that's classic supply and demand. Right. There was more demand. Supply tried to meet it. It couldn't. So prices go up. Then once the, the demand falls off and the supply speeds up, they find an equilibrium and everything balances out. I mean, used car prices jumping up. That is a one off thing you take a look at. And I it's hard for me to believe that it's going to continue at yeah. that increase. I mean, you know, you, you see a natural inflation of goods and services, but to see that kind of demand and have that go from year to year to yeah. year, I think. And the hard part I see in the midst of this economy is people aren't back to work yet. So if you right. make, uh, you take, uh, you know, some steel product from overseas and you turn it into a bracket, mm-hmm. if you can't get enough people in your factory to make that bracket, well, now you just can't meet that supply. And that inflation in that industry is going to persist because there's not enough supply. And again, I call it that toilet toilet paper <laughs> syndrome because manufacturers are buying extras of things because they're concerned about. But what it does is it affects the whole yeah. supply chain to all the people that use that particular product. Chips is a primary example of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're seeing that um, manufacturers are buying extra supplies of chips, which causes a, which causes a, uh, you know, a demand for that product. And it goes, I mean, it just is a vicious circle. I think it will start to smooth out as we go forward. If you'd like to know more about this or discuss it with us, we'd, more than, we'd be more than happy to sit down and talk to you about these concerns and others, of course. Give us a call at our office. 951-684-7011. Stay tuned for our next section. We're going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner, who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirement unlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that we refer to as tactical asset management. We're not going to talk about in this particular section so much about investing and what's going on with the economy, but on taxes. And Jeremiah, this really falls into your, um, you know, into your territory because of the age. You have four young children and it's the it's the new child credit. I mean, we've talked to several people now that are getting this thing in the mail 
and um, is kind of a surprise to everybody. Yeah. So for those who don't know, the uh, the government passed for 2021 an increased child tax credit. And a tax credit is a dollar for dollar offset of the taxes you have to pay. Um, and this year, to, to kind of help people spur them forward, the government is prepaying this to a lot of folks. So if you do direct deposit um, or direct payment with the government and you have kids from your 2019 or 2020 taxes, you may have just had a, a chunk of money show up in your account from the IRS. When does that happen? <laughs> um, but, but what they're doing is they're they're taking the, the credit they think you're going to qualify for and they're they're preemptively paying it to you. And so for some folks, this is wonderful. This is an extra you know, 400 bucks, 600 bucks, 900 bucks, depending on what it may be. This is an extra boost in their bank account. And this will happen each month to the end of the year. Right. So from now to December. So nearly, nearly. So it's monthly. It's not, it's not just a lump sum for the whole year. That's right. It, it's a monthly amount. They're going to keep paying. Um, so for some, it's great. Others, it's just a bonus. Wonderful. You know, it's nice that IRS is finally giving me something. But, but like. It's kind of like stimulus to retired people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people whose life didn't change due to COVID and still got stimulus. Right. But the reason I want to talk about it today and kind of bring this up is you may not get to keep it. Uh, this is this. What? Is... <laughs> Even the government gives me something and I go, I don't get to put it in my bag and keep it. Right. You thought the IRS giving you money was just free money. But no, no. <laughs> so basically, this is them assuming your taxes are going to come out a certain way. Right. And they're assuming you have a certain number of kids based on prior filings. They're assuming you have a certain amount of income based on prior filings. And they've then made the calculation and given you the money. Wonderful. Well. You're going to do your taxes <laughs> at the end of 2020 when 2021 is going to end and you'll start doing your taxes for this year. And ideally you have the same number of kids, you know, that probably won't change. The ages may have changed. So what this federal tax um, credit is, is for children for under six years old, they get $3,600. That's the credit for each one of them. And then for children who are six through 17, it's $3,000 even. So you may have some kids that might have shifted ages, perhaps. So the first one is the, the age of your kids. The second is your income. And this changes um, based on the different levels. I won't go through all the limits because it's kind of complex, different tags, but there's limits here. If your household makes over a certain amount, you're not going to get to keep the full credit. And there's two legs to this credit. That's also what makes it, it, it difficult is you have the normal credit. You also have this federal add-on credit and they have different limits. Oh my goodness. Yeah. This, this sounds more complex just as you're talking about it. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at the article that we're kind of basing this on. This is going to be really complex yeah. for most people. For most people, you're not going to know the answer until you do your taxes. Oh, jeez. You know, just to say, oh, I have kids. I make this much. I'm fine. Maybe. 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 <laughs> um, but depending on what you make um, and depending on what your income is in 2021, it will all depend. And so the, the concern for a lot of folks is you got this income. It was great. You got it during 2021. You do your taxes. And not only do you potentially owe normal taxes, this credit that you receive throughout the year, you may owe all of that back. So it's a time bomb. I mean, it literally could sneak up on you be. and the time you do your taxes, then all of a sudden you got what? I got to pay what back? Right, right. On the, on the flip side, others will have to pay nothing. They they were huh. rightly qualified for the credit. It was just as it should have been. They'll do their taxes and say, oh, I owe the normal 500 bucks. So if I get money that I don't need, or if I feel like I'm going to have to pay, addition, pay it back in taxes, can I get rid of it? I mean, I can send it back to the government or am I stuck with it? You can, well, I guess a few options. I mean, one, you can, you can use it because it's yours and okay. you may have to pay for it later. You could donate it of things of that nature. You're still gonna have to pay it back, but you'd get a decrease in your income because of a donation. Uh, the third one is you can go on the, the IRS website and basically log in. You have to create an account if you don't have one already and indicate that you don't want it. Uh, reading through, we've not gone through that process with the client yet, but reading through just what the articles kind of explain, it doesn't seem like an easy process to, right. to, to say, no, please don't send me the money. Um, but there's an option there. I think what you, the issue I see is that it wasn't they sent you a check that you can say, I don't want to cash, I don't want it, you know, try and send it back. They just put it in your account for most people. It just showed, it's shown up in your, in your finances. 
Now, for most of our people that listen to us on the radio, most of these people are retired or they're, yeah. or they're beyond the ages of these. So these would be for your children or your grandchildren that would fall into these categories. And I think if you're listening to us, I think it would be good to note it and have this conversation with your family. You know, you may have got this money, but be careful because you may have to pay it back. It, yeah. It's not it's not necessarily free. It's not an advance that you're not obligated. It's like getting some of the stimulus money. Most people don't, you know, some of it's taxable, some of it's not. I mean, there's always provisions and conditions on all this money coming out and people just get it in their account and they think, oh, it's my money. I can do whatever I want with it now. And I don't, I don't have any obligation to it. That's right. And the difference, I guess, with the stimulus, the stimulus was free. It, right. it came through, you know, but the, this child credit may not be. And to your comment, I think that's absolutely right. You just have in your brain the thing this may not be free if you need the money it's there to be used and that's why the government's pushing it out but no come tax time next year august 2020 or april 2022 um there'll be some calculations made to see how much of that you actually get to keep yeah i think there was a book called uh, the tax man cometh (laughs) (laughs) and and down the road down the pike when you get this money they're going to be knocking on your door and there's going to be a reconciliation in other words you're going to be really i think there's gonna be a lot of people surprised yeah it's like a lot of stimulus. People are just surprised of how the taxation on all this works. And they don't find out until they do their taxes the following year. And people are going to get caught owing back money and they've already spent it. And it's going to be a real heartache for some people. Yeah. Others, like you said, this could be really the difference between having rent or not having rent. That's I mean, right. it's it could be a real boom. So it really depends. So you just have to be aware of all these things. If you'd like to know more about this or, again, talk to us, uh, you know, anytime somebody calls in and they just want to talk to either myself or Jeremiah, you know, uh, the first interview is always free. So what we do is we take the time to get to know our clients and our prospective clients so well that we feel like we, that's the time honored aspect of relationship that we build into every client. So if you're, if you're interested in talking to us, give us a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. Remember, the first interview is always free. Stay tuned for our next section. We're going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org. Or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that we refer to as News You Can Use. You know, for many of you, uh, if you're like us, you're leaving on vacation. And unless you have somebody living in your house, your home is kind of exposed. And there's a lot of security devices that uh, will keep an eye on your house and you can go in and monitor them while you're traveling. This is an article out of Wall Street Journalist called Security Camera Tips While You're Away. And for most of you, first of all, you may not even have security cameras, so this would be kind of an advent for you to have this and put some security or have somebody help you put security cameras on your house. I have them on mine. I'm sure, Jeremiah, you have them on yours too, mm-hmm. right? A couple, yep. Yeah. And so we monitor uh, while we're gone and sometimes it wakes us up in the middle of the night 
you know, a moth or a, a raccoon or something goes out across the front of them. But this article here talks about your security cameras. And this is, this is, it talks about the different, you know, you've got Ring and you've got Nest and you got some others too, right? Yeah, there's Arlo makes some, Way, uh, Waze camera makes some. There's, there's a few different um, cameras that are out there and they all work differently. Some have rechargeable batteries, some are plugged in, some have Wi-Fi signals. And this article just kind of went through and just talking about first you set it up, make sure you have a unique password. You know, the other people can't log in. Those are, you know, good advice any time of the year, you know, not just when you're leaving. But um, the other one's being for sure if it's a Wi-Fi camera, which most of them are, that's what's going to link to your cell phone while you're gone. Make sure your internet works well. You have a good Wi-Fi. It's within the right range. A lot of people right. put these cameras outside just on the edge of the Wi-Fi. And there's times where they lose the signal. And start so, getting broken down. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're out on vacation and the camera just goes down. It's not as helpful. I think I think what's interesting about this is now I've I've put them up. I've got them not only in the building that I'm uh, that I'm in, but also around my house. And it, the thing that that you just mentioned is the Wi-Fi signal. That that was really the key. But the power source you can use now solar to recharge the batteries, and so you don't have to be necessarily right next to a plug-in. And as long as you have an access to the sun or something like that, they're they're starting to get really versatile. Yeah, yeah. These cameras are great. Even the the night vision you you can put them on the outside of your house and see down yeah. the side of your house or by your trash cans, things like that. The the night vision is much better than it it used to be. Um, and even the interior ones, there's a number of folks who don't want a camera in their house while they're there. But when they go on the vacation, they say, let's just set it on the dining room table and point it towards the house so they can see what's going on inside the house right. to keep an eye on stuff. And and these aren't security alarms, you know, they're, they're not going to alert the police, but it does give you a sense of what's going on in your house. I mean, even even some of these it makes me feel like I kind of want to point one at the water heater, you know, <laughs> point one at the dishwasher, you know, make sure if something does blow up while you're yeah, gone, right? right? It's not necessarily a, a yeah. security thing, but just a keeping an eye on your home. I mean, most a lot of folks will have someone swing by, you know, feed the cat or come by and help out. Uh, but if no one's going to be doing that, it's great. To, these wireless devices give you an ability to travel, give you the ability to be away, and that peace of mind to be able to check back on your home to make sure everything's in order. And at first, I, I, from personal experience, I can tell you that you, there's settings on these cameras, so you can work on them. For example, I commented earlier that you know the raccoon sets it off in the middle of the night. Well, you can actually set a setting so it identifies an animal versus a human. And some of them actually are so sophisticated, it would identify... Uh, like, for example, if you have UPS or the Amazon delivery person every day or the mailman, you actually can identify that person. So it knows. And and there also you can do facial recognition. I know that we talked to Chris in our office. He has one where like children, you know, uh, uh, friends of his children, they recognize what who they are, mm. recognize who they are. So it gives a feedback to him. He can actually open the door. Some, so some of these are very convenient. So you don't have to run home and open the door. You can actually open the door from a re- remote location. And identifies who they are. Yeah. I think that's I think that's pretty amazing when you think about it. It is amazing the wor- the world of things. And so if you don't have these type of cameras or don't want a full system, uh, if you're going to be traveling, I think to look into some of these options to say right. keep an eye on your house, whether it's the exterior, interior, front door. Ring is a real convenient one that replaces your doorknob right. or your do- sorry your doorbell and puts it right there. Sees your front door. If someone rings it. They uh, has a camera that shows you your fit their face and you can talk with people. It's a real convenient way to add a little layer of security when you're not there. Yeah. And again, uh, I'm not a tech savvy person, but I, I've got some help and assistance. But even I can go in and go in the settings. And it's, it's kind of a trial and error thing. But once you get used to it, it's pretty easy. They've made it pretty. And the other thing I like about it is they update it. They're constantly updating the software. So mm-hmm. it actually gets a little bit more sophisticated. 
And uh, and you can set the settings so that it's privacy. You don't let the world's not knowing what's going on in your world. It only comes to you. So anyway, if you'd like to have a copy of this article, it's called Security Camera Tips While You're Away. We'd be more than happy to make a free reprint of this and send it out to you for those of you that are interested. Just give us a call at our office, which is 951-684-7011, or just simply go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.